Welcome to UI Squared, everybody. So we are officially Oofy. Yes. Although that many have vetoed that name. On this show, we're going to be talking about a variety of different subjects that we are well underqualified to talk about. Dungeons and Dragons. Percy Jackson series. Oh, Jeffrey Epstein, everybody. Should be a great conversation. Oh, absolutely. Nice. Okay, three, two, one, it's jam. Uh, fuck. I forgot. Well, honey. (laughs) I know. I had a thing that I was going to say. I forgot what it was. So we're here now. Welcome to UI Squared, everybody. Yeah. Welcome. (laughs) That's just, that's just what the show is. Uh, For, we're just here. That's just it. We're here. We're, we're, we exist. We exist. Seth, we promised we didn't talk too much shit about you. Well, you were gone. I already know you did. Granted, I did not listen to the show. I did. But I know. <laughs> I did give you a formal invitation to suck it. So yeah, that's she did do that. I want you know that's exactly what I would expect from Ruby. So yeah. yeah, this is this is what I'm talking about, folks. Oh my god, get over! I'm it. living in an abusive. Oh household. my god! I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna check off every time you nailed an a Seth impression perfectly and I'm pretty sure he said you said that verbatim in one of the shows so yeah <laughs> oh my god you guys you guys stop picking on me I'm sad <laughs> yeah, well, time, to, time to leave this has been fun Roby that was very mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah when Seth became Mickey so. yeah you gotta listen to the show bro you gotta listen to the show yeah nah it's too long. Yeah. I got things to do. I got what I, you have to do. <laughs> I play video games. I sleep. I go to work. Not anymore. I've been working now. But I I did go to work. Those and are... I mean, at least for most of the shows, like I'm in them. So I I you know I'm pretty confident. Yeah, but like never will happen. You can listen to the show while you're playing video games, or better yet, while you're sleeping. So just like. I start dreaming about it, like subliminal messaging. Yes, yes. I mean, that's what I do. I sleep. I turn on the show. Are you calling us boring? Is that, yeah, is I that don't. Good, <laughs> is that a good thing? <laughs> it's it's more sad than that. It's usually when I was like lonely at home, and I was like, I miss people. <laughs> so you listen to us talk. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've heard from different people, not about this show, because like, let's be honest, nobody else listening to the show, but uh, like in different shows that have like a, a decent audience they say like i'm glad that i can fall asleep to your show because you're not like yelling and like crazy you're you're very like calm and deliberate and having like conversations so, uh, should we start doing the yeah. welcome back you guys so what i'm hearing is we need to amp the energy like and up subscribe to- all right guys welcome back to the show we're gonna get right into it and start yelling and screaming all right make sure to Donate to our Patreon and like and subscribe on uh, YouTube. My name's Jake Paul. Punch that notification. Yeah, I want you to punch that note. I can't. I can't crack my voice like like Jacksepticeye. But Jesus. All right. Welcome to UI Squared, everybody. My name's Evan J. I am the sauciest sailor in Central Jersey. Today I'm I here with. Came up with another one. <laughs> um, um, I'm Seth Lyle, and I'm still here. I'm back. Better than ever. <laughs> the new I'm one approved. And uh, my hip feels like a homophobe because it hates me. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I'm Michael W. And uh, today was the most I've walked in probably a couple months. Thanks, boss. Yeah, that's why my hip hates me. <laughs> Oh yeah, we should probably mention that uh, Roby and, and Michael are back in the motherland. We're back, baby! <laughs> we are Woo! cruising around Woo! Boston once again. Um, well, you're not cruising around, you're staying in place under your B-mandated... We are uh, staying in place like good little children. It is a wonderfully cloudy day, as alerted by my superpower hip. Um, for those of you who don't know, if you get in a car accident, you get the superpower to be able to tell when a storm's coming. 
Oh. Hey. <laughs> I thought that was like an old person thing, but I guess... It's also when you do something really bad to all the joints in the right side of your body and then you ignore it for three years. <laughs> That's fun. And then you're like, why does this hurt so much? Oh, yeah, because trauma. Because trauma. That's, that's, really, that's really what everything is. Is Why does this hurt so much? Because of trauma. Well, everyone, I have, yep, I have traversed the eastern coast once again. I am back in Boston. Uh, life's pretty good. Kind of lonely up here, not going to lie. But I'll get some friends to join me eventually. Yeah, I'll be coming up tomorrow. By the time you're hearing this, I'll be, I'll, I'll have been up for several days. That's true. By the time you're hearing this, Seth will still not be up here. Because <laughs> he's a loser and he waits too long. <clears throat> yeah, well, some what? of us are at, as desperate to, to flee our homes. You live in Maine. Maine's not that bad. In fact, like I do. white person utopia. <laughs> Fair. It's a wonderland. Oh, to be fair, I would categorize white, South Carolina wonder. and Florida as such. Nah, because they have to deal with, like, you know, being racists. <laughs> well, yeah, but they're white, so... Like, yeah, for the white people, it's great. For the white people. For everyone else. Mm. Like, like, being racist, you know, it, like, you have to have so much hate, <laughs> you know? Like, it's harder to be a racist than it is to not be a racist. Right. That's the PSA, everybody. It's so much harder to it's be so a racist. It's so easier to just not be a racist, so just don't be a racist. Yeah, come on. Yeah, who wants to work hard? I mean, <laughs> I'm just too lazy to be a racist. It's, it's yeah. what it is. It takes so much to blame everything on immigrants when you could just not care, you know? Yeah, you could just be nihilistic and just hate everything equally. Okay, well, Seth, we get it. You're sad. <laughs> <laughs> you get it, you hate people. Oh, you're That's one fine. to talk. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm sad, but like spicier. Yeah, you're a spicy, controlled sad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're the kind of sad where you have to take drugs for it. Oh. Yeah, that's, well, no, first off, I'm the kind of <laughs> scared. Yeah, <laughs> mix, mix that up. <laughs> <sighs> what are we talking about today? Someone? Dave. Bad, apparently. <laughs> talking about Dave. You guys know Dave? It's a great Chill. movie. Chill dude. Is there a, there's a movie name called Dave? Dave. My dad told me about it today. Oh. Does it star Bill, Bill Hader? Is that like. Oh, it doesn't. Your... So, Jesus, chill. <laughs> um. Bill Hader does look like a Dave, though. I could see it. Every time she mentions something, we're like, does Bill Hader in that? <laughs> I mean, he is a Bill, so like. <laughs> I feel like Dave and Bill are in the same echelon of just white guy names. Yeah. Of, what, of middle aged white guy names. Just, yeah, they, they skipped over. Well, it's always like, well, Dave always starts out as David, and Bill is like Billy or William. Yeah. You go to I'm Bill. Waiting. Age. It's weird because I'm waiting for uh, Billy. I know a Billy at uh, school, and he's, I think, graduating this year from really? college. So uh, he still goes by Billy. So I'm curious as to when Billy becomes William or Bill. It's when he gets a job, I bet. Probably. Yeah, my brother's Tommy. He's he's always kind of said like he'll be probably Thomas at his. That must be fun to get to choose your name. I say this in the nicest way possible. You, like <laughs> Thomas. The only acceptable Thomas is Thomas the Tank Tank Engine. Come on. I mean, you know, there's been a couple good Thomases, but it also like it just sounds better than Tommy in a professional environment. You know, I don't That's think I, true. I can't think of another Thomas that is a general, like, good person. Because, you know, I think Thomas Jefferson, but, like, yeah, he was, like, a slave owner and kind of a jackass. Thomas Edison, not good. Yeah, Thomas Edison's not a great guy. Uh, Thomas Paine, I mean, yes, what did he do he again? He wrote, he wrote the, Common Sense. Yeah. He wrote yeah, Common Sense. Okay, he was all right. Yeah, he was Sorry. fine. Um. That's, was, a, that's every Thomas that's ever that's lived. That's every Thomas. That's all of them. There's a Thomas that I know. He's pretty all right. I mean, there's He's, a lot of Toms, you know, and they're just Thomases, but like short. Yeah. Tom Sawyer was kind of a jerk. He was also racist. <laughs> yeah. 
Tom Brady. We know him. Tom Brady. Yeah. Yeah, screw uh, him. Disgusting Take with his kids. So. Like one. <laughs> Forgot about I was, that. I was gonna say disgusting <laughs> with his, you know, overall personality, but that works too. Yeah. His existence. Honestly, I'm more concerned about how gross he is with his kids. <laughs> Are you talking about like kissing them on the? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like not just kissing them, like making out with them is disgusting. That's like I see that a lot in South Carolina. That oh, makes yeah. sense. That yeah, makes too yeah. much sense. Uh, give me a second. I'm gonna look up Thomas. Tom, famous Thomases. Just famous just Thomases. If I could think of a good Thomas, that's not Thomas the Tank Engine. Riveting audio. I know. Oh, I'll just interject oh, every time. Tom, Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks is all right. Tom Hanks. Yeah, he's pretty all right. It's all right. Yeah, I like Tom Hanks. Um, I don't want to believe any of the things that uh, people say about him in regards to Jeffrey Epstein. I don't believe there's ever been proof about that, but for the sake of, I don't know. But I don't want to. Just because it's in the show title, we have to bring up his name every single episode. Yeah, it's actually, contra- I'm actually contractually obligated to bring up <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein every show. It's it's like written in the, in the WTBU uh, bylaws. It's like, Evan, you gotta yeah, say Jeffrey it. Epstein. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, Michael has to mention Percy Jackson, and D&D's got to slip in there somehow. It's just, a, you know. I'm not holding up my end of the bargain. I apologize. You got to talk about Percy Jackson. I got to talk about Percy Jackson more. Yeah. And Avatar, which, speaking of, Kenzie now through season one of Avatar. So hey. Got her, got her on. Pretty spicy. Okay, before we get into our actual, you know, conversation about what we're going to talk about, I sent it in the group chat that Avatar is not going to be made on Netflix, the live action version, I should say. Oh, yeah. Not going to be made by the original creators. That is ridiculous. That is insane. Like, it's not going to be the same. Funny enough, uh, Seth, I'm in the same place, like, just done with season one through my rewatch. So, how about them apps? Yep, and uh, yeah, and then the original creators pulled out of Netflix because it didn't meet with their vision. So yeah, Netflix does that a lot. Yeah, I'm not gonna watch it now. I was only gonna watch it because the Mike and Brian were involved, but now that they're not, I don't need to. I'll probably watch it just to form an opinion. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'll have my opinion within like the first. Yeah, I'll watch the first episode. I'm not not gonna watch all of it. God, who has that kind of time? Like, but also like the only reason that that show that live action remake was even like in like people were excited for it was because that they were there because like the movie was so bad and they were like maybe they can do live action version good if like the original creators are there and now they're not so maybe they could do like uh maybe it'll be something like how spider-man was with sony and disney where everyone was like spider-man's done tom holland's out as spider-man and then, like, six weeks later, it's like, just kidding, he's back. Like, maybe that'll be it. Maybe they'll just, like, just pull a just kidding, we need you. And enough people will get outraged that Mike and Brian will come back. Start a GoFundMe. Start a GoFundMe. For them to do their own avatar. I love uh, to be honest, I don't really want, like, I don't need a live-action avatar. Like, I think it works well as a cartoon. If I'm being honest. Write more comics. I'm good with that. Yeah, if they can get more comics or animate the comics that exist. If they can animate the comics, I'm cool with that. But, yeah, if they like animate the, the comics that are um, like the ones with Mizuko's mom. Like, yeah, if, if they, they can, can animate that, the search. It's like an animated like special. would be sick. I'm so down for that. Dante Bosco sounds the exact same. They'll have to recast Aang, but hey, it's fine. So... All kids sound the same. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or they could just get Zach Tyler Eisen or Ellison or whatever his name is to do a really high-pitched voice and just tweak it and, and post. Constantly feed him helium. Yes. Well, Sokka sounds the exact same. Yeah. Because um, he's in Dragon he's in Dragon Prince and he sounds exactly like Sokka. Exactly. I don't know about Mae Whitman, but I feel like she was already like 30 when she did the show. So she could definitely pull off Katara's voice again. Yeah. And Grey Delisle, the same. She they sounds just, she they, sounds exactly like They could just pull together the the cast again. And freaking like a, a fucking 30 years. 
Yeah. And, and fucking Roku, the guy who voices Roku, is over there playing Alfred in some of the animated movies. So he's got it. Like, he's got it unlocked. They got this cast set. Has the ghost come to visit you, Rory? Apparently the ghost has it. No, the paper towels are oh. above me and they just kind of flittered away in my vision. I have to say, it's been very strange to not hear uh, gunshots at all. <laughs> um, I do hear the tea, but that's about it. Very nice. It's a nice change. But every now and then, don't you want the comfort of just a bang outside your window? I mean, it is kind of, you know, it's just normal. Doesn't wake me up. <laughs> You're just ready for it. Yeah. But, oh, there they go again. <laughs> yeah, it's only about like 3 a.m. I'm convinced that guy like drunk shoots. <laughs> I mean, Which, don't do that, kids. <laughs> yeah, don't, <laughs> don't. But like, it'd probably be pretty fun. I had a teenager in my neighborhood. This is a South Carolina story. Fair warning. But he was um, he was drunk, and he shot himself in the eye with a BB gun, and then he you shoot your eye out. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened. He no longer had one eye. He had, uh, wore an eye patch. Which, uh, oh, hold on! <laughs> Fuck yeah! Well, yeah, also, who wouldn't want an eye patch? I want I'm, an eye patch. A, a young child. This guy was like, hey kid, you want to see something freaky? And he lifted up the eye patch and showed me his empty eye socket. And I think that's where my, like, everything started. Um, <laughs> that's my initial childhood trauma. That was the match that got thrown yeah. on to yeah. the that was the yeah. uh, That was the difference between childhood Roberta and Roby as you know her today. <laughs> okay, first off, my parents never called me Ro uh, Roberta, thank God. Um, even my grandmother, whose name is Roberta, who I'm named after, doesn't go by Roberta. No one goes right. What does she go by? Bobby Ann. Bobby Ann. Yeah. yeah. That, that seems like a grandmother. I, you know, I, I wish Roby you, you had been Bobby Ann. I feel like Bobby works for you. Yeah, I was called Bobby for a while. Down. But then we got a... It's called Bobby Ann, and then I was called Robert for a while, because they were making fun of me having Roberta and then we got an actual Robert so that had to end but um a couple of my friends just they started saying Noby Roby a lot you know <laughs> that became a thing so other than that I don't know I'm usually the one giving nicknames not the one getting nicknames and that's just because I always like I'll just unintentionally shorten names and then I'll just keep it <laughs> Makes sense. Alright. Uh, okay, so here's what we got on the docket today, folks. Um, An hour into the show. Yeah, welcome. We're here. Well, welcome uh, to UI Squared. It's been a minute. It's only been 20 minutes. Yeah. ADHD, the show. Um, I didn't even tell an anecdote. You didn't? Well, you told like a half anecdote. Oh, well, I, yeah, I guess if you count a guy's eye being shot out, then yeah. That's pretty, that's well, pretty powerful stuff. You no, know, the awakening of Ruby. Yeah, that's, that's a real clown pushed in the, in the vat of, of uh, chemicals the moment. Of Ruby, you know? That's when I became the Joker. Yeah, that's the... There's my anxiety awakening. There's my bisexual awakening. <laughs> <laughs> they, they didn't happen at the same time, right? Oh. <laughs> Roby's just like, I'm just straight up woke. Like, yeah. at this stage I'm in the game, awake. in everything. <laughs> I'm just chugging Adderall, baby. God, that would be a confusing-ass Tuesday. Just, like, your bisexual awakening and your your anxiety, anxiety awakening. <laughs> You're just like, ooh, she's no, pretty. Oh, my God, I think I'm like... You're anxious about being bisexual. Yeah, she's like, ooh, that girl's pretty. Oh, my God, I might be bi. Oh, my God, and you just... Oh, why am I nervous? Vagina. <laughs> Good morning.
morning, y'all. Seven here, your editor and co-host of Unsolicited Information from Unqualified Individuals on WTB Radio. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And I'm here. I've arrived. I am in Boston University at home where I belong. Um, and my room is super echoey. I don't know if y'all know that, but it's crazy echoey. Uh, I'm currently in my closet because that's the only place where there isn't that much of an echo. And if it if there is one, it makes my voice sound really deep and sensual so i'm kind of into it i'm not gonna lie to you hey thanks so much for listening we really appreciate it if you like what you hear and you want to hear more and just keep up with us make sure to follow us on instagram and twitter at wtbu underscore ui2 for content clips and general funnies or if you just like want to stop in say hey what's up if you want to get that spicy meme that we talked about today or maybe we haven't talked about it yet who knows you'll find out um just to see what's up check there but, like, other than that, if you just want to chill with us, then follow us there. So, as you're moving back into your dorm, apartment, house, wherever you are, you want some stuff to listen to, right? You want to pass the time, you know, as you're moving heavy things, putting stuff on your bed. Let me tell you, putting things on your bed takes time, okay? So, you got you really need some time, and you you're going to be bored, you know, and frustrated. So if you need something to kind of distract you from that frustration, why don't you check out some of the shows on WTBRadio.org. we got some great shows. we got Sweet and Spicy for your hot takes and even spicier music. Um, we got Sad Boy Hours for your sad boy, your sad takes, your sad music at the late hours of the day. A little help from my friends is there for your good advice. we got a whole bunch of stuff, and I think you're really going to enjoy all of it including this show so it's always great um but yeah check out the station a big thanks to dave mooney and the viewers like you for their song back of the line as used in transitions is off their ep press start if you like what you hear and you want to hear more from them check them out on spotify or apple music they're a great band and they're just like awesome people so thanks to the band and check them out okay friends that's all i have for you today and for the next few weeks i would say um, while we, of course, enjoy making content for you guys, it is we're going to take a little bit of a break as we get settled in, as things start calming down or getting we get ready. Also, we're just like a little bit tired, and um, I just, just got to keep it real with you. It's, it's a lot. So we're going to take a little break, a couple weeks, come back when we're hopefully in the studio. If not, when we're still projecting our voices into microphones and closets and then into the studio from there. Who knows how it's going to go, but... Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, that's all I have for you. I'm going to let you get back to the show, and I'll see you soon. The crowd starts thinning as the daylight fades. The cold intensifies until the dawn. I've spent countless hours honoring your quickly turned to five years gone I'm not your buddy friend I'm not your buddy. Oh, I'm such oh, a disappointment to my parents what are we talking about today all right so we're talking about <laughs> cancel culture um uh I don't really know where to start with this I guess um people online as the it's a solid way place yeah. to <laughs> so um uh, when a boy and a girl like each other very much, but they, they don't cancel like another person. <laughs> yes, but they don't like another person. And uh, let me start over. When a boy and a girl hate each other a lot, then they go to Twitter. Then they go to Twitter. Um, it, it's basically like when somebody who is in the public eye, or maybe not in the public eye, really depends on uh, the situation. But when a person is. Uh, something about a person's past is brought to light now um for instance a lot of people are canceled for uh race things that they've done in the past a lot racist jokes seems to be a pretty common one uh it happens to people like jenna marbles to a couple i forget the guy's name but he was supposed to be a host on snl or a, a cast member on snl but some of his uh jokes from the past came to light and they were like mm, yeah, racism no thank you uh and stuff like that so it's basically when you do something in the in your distant past and it is brought to light now as a front of look at this is what somebody did you know do you still like sort of like to come at to to come at them to whether it's to prove a point whether it's to 
make them to sh make people dislike them or to say, hey, we need to need to fix your actions. Uh, tell me how you've changed if you've changed, and you know we need to you need to be better, something like that. So, my question to my friends here who have joined me: uh, Do you what are your thoughts on cancel culture? I'm feeling like Mike probably has the most thoughts. On Why? Because I'm on Twitter all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have the most thoughts on social media of any of us. So. All right. So there are two trains of thoughts when it comes to holding people accountable, because that's basically what I believe cancel culture should be. It's holding people accountable for things that they felt that they got away with. Now, what I look for when I see that somebody has said or done something that is deemed, you know, cancelable, I don't know if that's a word, but now it is, I look for receipts. Like, you have to show me. Show me the what? receipts, buddy. Full recipients. Uh, yes. You have to show me that you have changed or, you know, whatever way that you did, whether it was because you want favorability back in the public eye or you want to actually change as a person. I need to see that things have changed from what they used to be. And, you know, some cancel culture stuff is irreparable. And one thing that I've think of and you know we brought his name up many many times kevin spacey i i don't think a lot of people can can look at him the same way because of the accusations that were brought against him even if they were a couple of decades ago but you know there are a lot of opportunities for people to make up for what they've done and I think it really does matter what they do that sort of helps that out as well. Right. Um, like, um, man, I'm trying to think of a good example. Uh, okay, I'll, br I'll bring up a sports example. Um, and a lot of people still don't like this guy, but Michael Vick, uh, huge NFL star, uh, gets caught with this giant, dog fighting ring uh in i think it was 2005 help. i i understand your point of view you can't forgive him but you look at what he's done in the 2010s decade he is now a spokesperson for animal rights he spends a lot of his time at those sort of events or uh shelters i'm not saying that he's a good person but, you know, he showed receipts in terms of, you know, I messed up badly, I might add. And some people will not be able to forgive me, just like Roby. But, you know, that would be an example of, you know, somebody messed up and, you know, that they could not be forgiven by some. And by others, they look at the receipts that they've uh, done and the strides that they made and they go, you know, we can maybe forgive you a little bit yeah you muted yourself i know that was a long-winded answer but i honestly like it's a very fine like it's a lot of layers to it so yeah i i stand by some of the canceling of, of certain people but at the same time i think some of the older ones run into the issue of context like, I always feel like people are missing a little bit. Of, I don't know. I, I'm i never sure how I feel about some of the comedians one, because I, I do, like, I want to stand behind the idea of, like, comedy is, is something we should be able to have, and I feel like laughing about something is, is an, a good way of, of kind of destigmatize talking about it, you know? I think, um... But it's a it's a fine line. Like you have to know how to thread that line. Yeah. I think when it comes to comedy, um, 
you sort of run into the problem where, yeah, you have to tread that line very, very carefully. If you are, say, making, if you're making jokes about a specific situation or instance, and uh, you were not part of that situation, instance, culture, etc., you walk a very, very, very fine line making jokes about it. Arguably, you should make jokes about it in general, but you walk a very fine line in making jokes about it. But I think a lot of the jokes with regards to race jokes, with regards to situational jokes, like joking about 9-11, for example, joking about cultural upbringing, those are jokes that are, I think, reserved for the people who experience them. Like, I can make jokes about my Hispanic upbringing or whatever, but I can't exactly make jokes about 9-11 because I was, one, less than a year old when 9-11 happened. I was also not involved in it. I mean, the closest I was involved with it is I maybe could have lost my father if it happened a week earlier. Like, that's, it's hardly a connection. I'm but sorry, someone like baby you was planning 9-11. I wasn't yeah. involved in it. I wasn't involved. I mean, I, I'm just saying I can. <laughs> As a CIA bust down his door behind him. Would you see Evan? Have an alibi because I was one. Yes, because I was, in fact, six months old. Um, but for, for somebody like Pete Davidson, for example, who lost his dad during 9-11, he can make jokes about that, you know, about growing up without a dad, about growing up without, uh, growing up in the shadow of 9-11. He can, he can make those kinds of jokes because he's experienced it. And that's a way of him expressing his trauma, but it's not really fair for someone like me or you to make those comparisons or to make those jokes because we didn't really experience it. So we don't know how to tread that line even carefully. You know, it's not like we could come from a place of experience there and say, listen, this is me just dealing with my issue. Whereas, you know, if I was someone like huh, 9-11 was an inside job, like that's not, you know, it's, it's, you walk a very fine line making jokes about stuff like that making jokes about race. Like I'm not black. I'm not Indian. I can't make jokes about, you know, being raised by Asian parents, you know, they're so strict. Like, I can't, I can't make jokes about that. It's, you know, you walk a fine line with people being canceled for those kinds of jokes. And it's mostly, I think, white comedians being called out for those, for like jokes in that call out people of minority communities. Um, and I think it really becomes a case of punching up or punching down. You know, you, the general rule in comedy is you don't punch down. You know, you don't punch at the people who are already struggling. You don't punch at the minority. Uh, you punch up at uh, society or, at, you know, people who can afford to take, you know, like celebrities or, or oh, the president. Son of Donald Trump. Please. Yeah, please. That man, Bully he can handle it. Bully him. Bully that bunker bitch. <laughs> you can, he can handle it. People like that can handle it. So you can make fun of politicians. You can make fun of celebrities. Yeah. <laughs> don't make fun of the people that, you know, are struggling day to day, you know, don't trivialize that, especially if you're not somebody that comes from that sort of upbringing. Yeah, uh, it's hard. I mean, it's the name of the episode, A Fine Line. But, uh, you know, it's hard to, I think it's hard to like, you know, if a comedian, it comes out that he made like, if he's white and he made like a race, racist joke or a race joke back like 20 years ago, like, I, you know, I struggle to say that he should never like do comedy again because 20 years ago he like made a joke that like as long as he like you know today says like yeah I shouldn't have said that but you know I think comparing like our culture and our knowledge of like racial issues uh and stuff 20 years ago to today like those are very different things I think when it comes you to know, it not not that it was right or good for someone to do that right. obviously but you well, know, like, there is a line of education, you know, a lot of combating people. ignorance. Yeah, I think, I think when you, when it comes to that, you know, when it comes to like ignorance or whatever, there's a, and I think this gets at the whole root of, of some issues that I have with call out culture as opposed to, um, to cancel culture, where you call out somebody saying, listen, you made this joke 20 years ago, and it, it's not okay now, it wasn't okay then. So it really depends on, like you said, their reaction to it. How do they respond? How did Michael Vick respond to being exposed for being a, uh, for running a dog fighting ring? 
How did Kevin Spacey respond to being to accusations of pedophilia? Good example Michael, of how not to respond to accusations. Exactly. Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. You Where don't he says, say, but guys, I was I'm gay. gay. <laughs> and then releases a really creepy video of him in character as his character, who is a murderer, creepy, bad person. Right. Talking about it. You, you don't take take notes, everyone, for if you're ever canceled. This is not how you don't respond. Don't do it that way. Um, but it's it's all about how you respond to it. Do you take accountability? Say, listen, I didn't make that. I I, I made that joke from a place of, that joke, that joke came from a place of ignorance. I know much better now. I'm gonna work to be better now, um, and actually show results. It's about it's it's really twofold. I think it's saying, hey, acknowledgement, looking back, saying, hey, that wasn't okay. I recognize that's not okay, and I shouldn't have made the joke. And also going, all right, here's what I'm going to do differently now. Here's how I'm going to change that. I'm going to change my set. Here's how I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to learn. I'm going to hear everything. And then from there, I'm going to proceed. Be Jenna Marbles. That's just the- Be Jenna Marbles. Be Jenna Marbles. Be Jenna Marbles. Her apology was great. Yeah. Admit to everything you did wrong. Say, that's stupid. That's dumb. I shouldn't have done that. And say, I'm going to take a step back now. Whether, I don't know, if she took a step back for her own sake, like I'm going to refresh- I'm going to get back, you know, get into a set of mind and continue, or I'm going to step back and learn. Whatever the case is, take a step back, acknowledge the situation, and then move forward. You know, that's, I think, the best way to do it. Yeah. Oh, cancel culture. I think it's it's definitely, it's become, I mean, it's it's mainly a thing because there's so much record now. And everything's permanent, so everything feels more permanent. Like, that's just how it is. I mean, I think yeah. it's one of the unfortunate side effects of the internet that I think is just, like, it's kind of one of those things you have to accept in order to have all the, the great things about the internet, you know? Um, this is not to say we should ever explain some of the, like, dark shit. Like, never, ever accept that, oh, the dark web's always going to exist, so human trafficking is always going to, no. I'm saying it's, like... Unfortunately, you're always going to have a permanent record of things online. Yeah. Um, so, you know, just always think about that. Yeah. But also, get an OnlyFans because you can make a shitload of money. <laughs> <laughs> Only I think... 18 plus, though. Only yeah. if you're, make sure it's, it's legal and consenting adults. Yes. I think, you know, you're right. Everything, there's, it's a more permanent record now, so you have to be careful of what you do because Lord knows I've said made some stupid jokes that I wouldn't say. I've looked back at things that I've said maybe like more recently than I'm comfortable with. On and I'm show. like on the show. Uh, in some cases maybe. Last week. Last like <laughs> a couple listen, hours ago. Uh, yeah. I think on some level we're always continuously learning, getting better, realizing, hey, that's not okay. Or even if it's just like a question that comes out of genuine ignorance, you have to learn like, hey, that's not a question you ask people. Hey, that's not a joke. That's funny. You know, thanks. Like you say a lot of dumb stuff when you're a freshman, when you're an eighth grader in, in when you're a freshman in high school, when you're an eighth grader or seventh grader, you say a lot of stupid things because you're learning, hey, you're, you're sort of sharpening your sense of, of, in my sense, in my my sense of comedy, my sense of of conversation, like you learn you learn that stuff. So you say stupid things in the process. So that happens. But and all about how you react to it, how you get you improve from it. Yeah, I mean, I think there's you know everyone makes mistakes. Like we said, some of the things that people have done are obviously more than just like a mistake. But you yeah, pedophilia is not a mistake; it's a choice. Yeah, you, but there's a lot of um, there's there are like some things I see people like when you know, like when the the trend gets up going on Twitter and I look, and I'm like, yeah, but like, I've done a lot of stupid things that I regret, you know. Uh, At some point, I'm like, is this is this really the hill we want to die on? Like, also, it bothers me that like Donald Trump can say some of the like most vile things ever. And, like, a lot of people can say the most vile things about women. And it's just like, sure, fine, whatever. Um, and I just use women as an example. But there's still, like, sometimes it is very much a, like, oh, we're not going to touch this one person. And I'm like, that's dumb. It either cancel everyone or cancel no one. 
Yeah, you know, you, not every everybody is fallible. You know, not everyone's perfect. Yeah. So you can't pretend like everyone's perfect, or you can't pick and choose who you want to call out. Um, and I mentioned earlier the the differences between call out culture and cancel culture. I think there's a big distinction there that I've only learned very recently. When you know, uh, and why? Because I I used to not be a fan of cancel culture. Um, because I think the idea that I had of cancel culture was mixed up with what call out culture is, which is calling somebody out for the sake of seeming woke. You know, you know, the ones that go out on Twitter and fake say, woke. what was that? Fake woke, like Tumblr, fake woke people. Yeah, exactly. You, you go up on Twitter and you're like, yo, look at what this person say. Can you believe that? That's crazy. How dare they? And do nothing from it rather than, you know, call ask for them to do better, ask for an explanation, call for them to be better. Uh, people that call them out for the sake of seeming like, oh, listen, guys, I'm woke. Can't you believe that? Can you believe what that person says? I would never do that. That's crazy. You know, doing that to seem better is actually worse because it doesn't do anything. And I think that calling somebody out for making a maybe a, like an ill-timed joke or a dumb, stupid comment that they probably didn't mean 30 years ago for the sake of seeming like you're woke and outstanding and you know not accept like that's ridiculous but calling somebody out and expecting and like okay listen you're gonna you need to improve this is an actual problem i need some sort of response from you there's a i think you need the sort of intent like i'm sharing this because this is a person everybody looks up to and they need to explain themselves rather than that i'm putting this out there because this person's famous but like, I got to prove to my homies that I'm a good person. That's, it comes from the wrong place. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of, <laughs> homies got to know. There's a lot of like, gotcha, like, even replies on a lot of things. They're like, oh man, I'm about to, like, I'm about to end this man's whole career. I'm about, I'm about to, to end this man's whole career. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to, like, expose them and the way that nobody else has and for some people it is like i guess justified where like you reply to them and you say like what about this or what about this um for others it's just like an attention-seeking mechanism and it's more disheartening than it is helpful i think so yeah i think the the attention thing i think is really crucial because it's you know people looking for attention people looking for like a, yo i called this person out can you believe that i never do that though looking for praise so it's if you do it for the right reason if you say listen this person messed up and they gotta they gotta answer to it fine that's good but looking for that gotcha moment by scrolling all the way down to their twitter feed looking for something you can use to be like ah this person's this person's rude. I know it. I'm gonna find something from it so I can look good, so I can tear this person down. That's ridiculous, you know. Or I mean, looking looking for something that somebody said two years ago that they already have apologized for isn't doesn't make you a better person. Doesn't make them a better person, you know. Finding something that somebody said and wanting them to be a better role model, apologize for it, to in better themselves that's what you need that's the purpose i think if you're doing it just to seem cool you know it's the wrong way people man people they're all that's wrong with the world crazy so that's just every time we talk about it. people man people man i mean yeah <laughs> literally what's wrong with the earth yeah Literally, what's causing all our problems? People. What would you say is the biggest problem in the world? Just the people. Mm. Just all yeah. of them. There are good people. I think good people. I think, I don't know. There are too many good people for me to say that, you know, the whole humanity is a plague shit. But also, when people do dumb stuff, it makes it hard to refute. When so many people do dumb stuff. I don't want to say humanity is a plague, but like. Every time I look at the news, I'm like, man, maybe, <laughs> maybe they're, maybe they're on something. Mm. Oh boy, oh man. Oh boy. 
Um, Some woman at my my work called one of my coworkers a bitch. Let's hear I was that. Like, how do you? That's so. Have you met like, a bitch? How do how do people get so far in life being so terrible their entire time and without having like anyone be like, hey, that person's a high schooler and they're working at a water park. And you're like a 35-year-old woman with your small 8-year-old child. So you probably shouldn't do that. Wait, so question. Was the person that called your coworker a bitch, was she also an employee at this water park? Or was she no, a no, guest? This, this is a guest. Okay. Right, I, have, I have two things. One, what is she a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So no, no. She's actually she's pretty, she's really nice. Okay. So what happened was, so like, it's like it's a small southern Maine water park. Not a lot going on. Um, so there's this there's like this kind of like row of, of slides, water slides, and only one of them has like a height requirement, uh, and you have to be like forty eight inches to like go on it, um, mm-hmm. because uh, if you're too small, like you get stuck because you don't go fast enough. Um, so this woman comes up with her like young child who's like not tall enough, and she goes and then the my coworker, this girl, is like, hey, can I just, like, see if you're tall enough? Because there's, like, a height sign there. And there's one at the bottom of the slide, too. But, of course, everyone just ignores that. So she's like, hey, can you, like... And the kid's, like, obviously too short. And she... And the my coworker's like, like, I'm sorry. Like, he's, you know, he's too short. He can't go on. You can go into the other rides. but uh, And the woman, like, just gets really mad. And she's like, what? but he went on earlier, which is what happens a lot. Like, even if it's a lie they'll still say it. They'll be like, oh, he's been going on all day. Uh, you know, and my coworkers, coworker did the right thing and was like, well, you know, my coworker, other coworkers may have like made a mistake and not measured him, but like he's too short. He really can't go on. And then the woman was like, oh, but he went on those ones and pointed to other slides. And, and my coworker was like, well, those don't have a height requirement, so he can go on them. Uh, and then they just kind of like kept going back and forth. The woman just got like more and more mad. And eventually my coworker was like, I am just trying to do my job. And the woman is like, I don't care if you're trying to do your job because you're being a bitch. Mm. And I was like, this is in front of not only her own child, but like mult- multitudes of adults and kids who are behind her in line. And, and so I guess after that, the woman, the, the kid, I guess, just walks down by himself. And then the woman go, still tries to go on the slide and she sits down and my coworker's like, can you wait until I tell you to go? And then the woman just says no and just goes down. <laughs> and I'm like, this is I'm like sorry. a grown woman with children. I'm sorry, who who was the bitch here? I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> yeah. Also, I want to say, my second thing was, nothing annoys me more than unimaginative insults. It's like, if you're going to get mad at me, call me something interesting. <laughs> like, spice yeah. up my life a little bit. Like, if someone walked up to me and they said, you are the human embodiment of runny peanut butter. Like, that would hurt way more than just calling me a bitch. Like, it's such an unimaginative, like, ooh, what you gonna do about it? I'm a bitch. Like, oh, oh, I'm a bitch. It's still too short. Shut the fuck up. Like, it's the worst thing. It's like, the kids, like, there's a sign. Like, the kid's too short. Like, it's not like she, it's not like the co- my coworkers, like, arbitrarily being like, no, he can't go on. It's there's like, a, you can see, like, there's a sign. There's a bar on the sign, and he doesn't reach it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Like, uh, yeah. It's, like, it's not, it's not like, you know, like, we are deliberately trying to stop this kid from going on a water slide. Like, we don't care. Like, I don't care if this kid goes on a water slide and, like, hits his head. Like, I'm just trying to get paid. But I can't get paid if I let this kid get on the ride because I'll get in trouble. So because he could like he die. Can't go on. Yeah, but yeah, I just don't understand how people can be so mean to service workers. And um, having been a service worker now in like three different places, people are just terrible all the time to every all. People think they're entitled, and it's yeah, they think they're entitled when they're at a, a water park in Southern Maine, and I'm like, where do you think you are, like? Disney? This isn't Disney, all right? This is. I promise you, at Disney, they would tell you the same thing. Yeah. At Disney, the mouse would about the heights. Yeah, the mouse would come out of a secret little compartment and escort you to the to the fun jail with the weird bars. No, he just beat you up. 
They actually do yeah. have like a Disney Destroy. prison. Yeah, they also have secret police. Yeah. Disney's a freaking fascist state. Disney Gestapo. <laughs> they literally have Gestapo. The SS is calling out the Disney SS. It's just a guy who kind of looks like Putin, but also like Mickey Mouse. Yeah, no, it's Putin. It's Putin in a green shirt with Mickey ears on. He's just <laughs> sitting in the. He's just sitting in the corner with the shades, and he sees somebody shocked, and he's like, "Now is my time!" And he runs after them. KG Goofy. KG Goofy. <laughs> Yo. You better not get stopped by the KG Goofy guys. He'll send you to the Gulag. Oh, it's time to work for the state. <laughs> I've got a pretty high win rate in the Gulag. It's all good. <laughs> Gorsh, Mickey, looks like he's going to have to work in the Siberia. <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> and see, those uh, are fine because I've actually worked in a Gulag. <laughs> have you? <laughs> well, what is that? What a gulag is a Russian prison. How I know what a gulag is. You know what life I've led. I could have been to Russian prison. Listen, Roby could say she's a, a Russian spy, and I absolutely would believe her. You know, that would explain a lot. What would it explain, Evan? <laughs> what would Just it explain? Part me, what part of me screams Russian? Well, I mean, you have issues, so I feel like that the. <laughs> That happens. <laughs> I mean, like, like, you, Robbie, you have issues, and you know who else has issue? Russians. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, I feel like what gives people issues better than a fucking gulag? Like, come on. Oh my god, that's that is fair. Okay, that is. I love how it's just it's a it's like one step away from you know first you're being diagnosed with OCD and then. You're just a dictator. Then like. you're asked to kill a man by the Gestapo. It's just this... yeah. Then you're like in an underground cage fighting ring in the middle of Burma. <laughs> whoever fight, whoever wins the match, gets to live another day. You know. Yeah. And then you know, the cage opens, and it's your friend Steve who you congratulate to. But his name isn't Steve anymore. It's it's Storchkov, and he's ready for blood, <laughs> and he's out for blood. And only one of you can make it out. He's gone. You have to kill him. <laughs> it's not Steve the, anymore. He's just the Winter Soldier. Just close your it. eyes. <laughs> so you close your eyes and you kill Steve with a shovel, <laughs> and then you're diagnosed with OCD. <laughs> yes, and then and then you open your eyes and you're still in the doctor's office, and the doctor, the therapist, is asking you if you're okay. And a, and a tear streams down your eye and you're thinking, no, Steve's gone. <laughs> you're gripping an imaginary shovel in your hands. And that was my bisexual awakening. <laughs> <laughs> you look up at the doctor like, hey, you're kind of cute. And that was Tuesday. <laughs> what am I scared of? You're, no, you're thinking like Svechkov was like, damn, he's kind of hot before yeah. I bash his face in with the shovel. Yeah. I'm still stuck on the Disney secret police. There's like, what did that uh, Chip and Dale pull you out back with the with the gun and shoot you like old Yeller? Aladdin just beats you. <laughs> <laughs> Aladdin show. Aladdin shows up on the carpet and tells you away to the prison. Gaston shows up and just takes you away in his big beady arms. No one kills like Gaston. No one's history. The word Buzz, Buzz Lightyear's just like a space ranger is on the case and just punches you. <laughs> they take you into uh, the small department and it's a small world and you never come out. <laughs> That's everyone who goes on into small world. <laughs> yeah, but hold on. There was a there was a Gaston thing that I had that that I have saved. Oh, what was it? It was like no one bitches like Gaston. No, that's the wrong one. It's great audio, by the way. Yeah, I know. No, no. no one shouts like Gaston. No one shouts like Gaston. No one shouts like Gaston. What's the one where it's like uh, Gaston and the old guy from uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame? It's like no one turns those old priests gay like Gaston. <laughs> <laughs> Or, or the classic um, uh, tale as old as time, Beauty and Maurice. 
and it's just Belle's father and the Beast, you know. Oh, that's weird. No one. Fuck. I'm gonna find this shit. Oh, I found <laughs> that one with the Hunchback of Notch name. No one's thick like Gaston moves those hip like Gaston. No one makes an old priest want some dick like Gaston. I'm a... <laughs> Or there's no one as brawny or manly. God, what a short <laughs> paradigm. <laughs> Not a bit I'm, strongly or strongly. I'm glad we found something important to talk about. That's with right. The yeah. of the show. <laughs> yeah, Every last inch of me is covered in hair. Man, I know more of that song than I thought it did. <laughs> uh, do you think, you think uh, Gaston goes on like bear cruises? Do you think Gaston is secretly a twink? Yes. You're not a twink. Twink's what you look. Do you think he's secretly a sub? Like, do you think he likes to be dominated? In his you know, I think LeFou would be able to answer that question best. <laughs> LeFou uh, Le radiates top energy. You know, LeFou wanted some so hard, and I am not, you know, I need to see that. I, I don't need to see that. Let me fix that. Let me let me adjust my statement. I don't oh, need to see that. Hey, rule thirty-four, man. It's out there somewhere. Yeah, so, you can you can fulfill those dreams. Evan. I have now just spoken that into existence. Yeah, Evan. Look, I I know Waluigi porn was your thing, but are you branching out finally? No, I no. Don't that to. Waluigi porn is all Evan will ever need. Yeah, that's all I'll ever need. It's just automatic. No one, no one memes like Gaston. Okay, Mashable, give me some of that. No one cleans like Gaston. Quarantines like Gaston. Gaston. No one. Something. I'm gonna pull this out. I'm gonna find it at some point, and I'll send it to you guys. Okay. Now we have to post it to the fucking social media. That yeah. guy in Germany, I'm sure, really wants to know. <laughs> oh my god, I swear. Um, you guys, uh, that guy from Germany, you still haven't DM'd me. Like, I want you to know. I'm very I, disappointed. I spend you, every day waiting for it. I did Robbie know wants a, another simp. I did know a German foreign exchange student, and if it is, in fact, Friedrich, who I knew in sophomore year. Hey, buddy. I just Maybe that's who's listening. Um, that's a really dope motorcycle you have. I can't believe you stopped by the Swiss police. If it's not Friedrich, this is awkward. <laughs> if it's not Richard, do you know him? <laughs> I mean, yeah, he was like in my, oh, I don't remember if he was in my grade or the grade below me. He was in some of my classes for like a year. What if it's a different Friedrich? <laughs> uh, that'd be funny. <laughs> All German people are named Friedrich. <laughs> Tropical Storm guest on. Oh, no. I still have the, um, no one makes an old priest want some dick like Gaston. Yeah. And a bitch in my snow bunny screams like Gaston. I'm especially good and especially. What's up? Do I have Gaston take the BDSM test? Well, so yeah. we should take the BDSM test and pretend we're Gaston when we take it. I feel like yeah. Gaston, I feel like us as Gaston, when we're asked the question, would you like 24 hour? I feel like Gaston would definitely BDSM. love that. I feel like we wouldn't be able to answer that as Gaston accurately. <laughs> Listen, I feel like Gaston would definitely be into 24 hour sexual stimulation. Like, you can't tell me that man would not enjoy that. Probably. I mean, oh, so, God, I'm gonna find the meme and I'm gonna send it to y'all, and you're probably not gonna laugh because the joke's already passed. But it's, it's been shot and killed. <laughs> yes, like old Yeller. <laughs> Every sure. time something dies, we're just like like old Yeller. Yeller. Like like old Yeller. Spoilers, anyways. Um, you all have. I don't honestly. I haven't even seen that movie. Neither have I, because I hear, like, I heard what happened, so I'm like, why would I want to watch that? It's like, I don't want to watch the dog die. I saw Marlene me. It made me sad. I watched oh. Old Yeller as a kid before I knew what happened in the end of Old Yeller. Yeah. Tragic. And that was like, my actual awakening. That's <laughs> 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 just going to be my new catchphrase. Yeah. For tonight. Well, folks, we just hit an hour. 
We're really struggling with this one, man. We're rough. It's, it's rough. It's. Oh, rough. you've also been up since five thirty in the morning. That's true. Yeah, I've 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 been so focused on moving. Now that you're done, it's like fuck. I'm done. Fuck. Yeah. Now I unpack everything. I don't know what to do tomorrow. I sleep. Say, I have Fear. to. Fear. True. True. <laughs> I also have to officially claim, like, you know, which desk is going to be mine, which dresser is going to be mine, because I'm here first, so Seth just has to fucking deal with it. Mm. Jesus Christ. I mean, I could just, like, move your things and take it. I feel like that's bold of you to assume you could. Like, I could do so much worse. <laughs> I could just throw your things just away. <laughs> uh, I will put them on the balcony. <laughs> I will risk the fire alarm. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put your desk just out on the balcony. <laughs> That's some dedication. It also assumes you can do physical labor without her noticing. I feel like she can stop you. Well, I would assume I would do this when she's not there. But you know. yeah. honestly, looking at the door, I don't think it's big enough to fit the desk. That's quitter talk, Seth. Here, you I'll break, cut the desk in half. Yeah, you break that table in half and you shove it through the door. You, you break cut the it with your. <laughs> With your bare hands. Yeah, with your you massive karate chop it. With your massive Seth muscles and I can't, but my DD character has high strength, so I'll channel that. That's pretty solid, yeah. You just channel you roll you roll for a strength check and you hit a you hit a crit a nat twenty and you do it. Yeah. You break the desk into fifty small pieces and shove it through the tiny window. That's actually, that is what I'm doing tomorrow. I have set tomorrow aside to purely think of my D&D backstory. Yeah. Because I need something to do. Yeah, I'm very excited for that. Yeah. I'm super, super, I have maps drawn out just for me. Because I have maps in the loosest terms. I have a doodle of what the build, I have like a an engineer's floor plan of what the room MS looks like. Paint. <laughs> yeah, in MS Paint. I drew it in DOS. Yeah, I feel that. I had that too. I was like, but they're so bad. And I'm like, this is basically worthless because yeah. I'm just so incompetent at trying. Yeah, I'm this not. This isn't even helping me. Yeah, they're never for your eyes just because they're so bad. Like, it's like room. It's like room and a little thing for a door, but the door also looks like a window and the window also looks like a table. So there's nothing you can do. Nice. So it'll just, it'll be for me to help figure out where things are. But I remember for my final project in one of my classes in the summer, they were like, well, we want you to write, or we want you to do like um, a project uh, instead of a paper. And one of the options was, uh, like drawing. I was like, oh, that might be fun. And then I realized, no, I'm a terrible drawer. That would have been a disaster. Yeah. Like, I don't, I, that's one of those things where I'm like, you either have it or you don't. You and have. I that's a lie. You can learn how to draw. Just yeah, but like, <laughs> but yeah, like you can learn how to do anything, but you're also like, like I'm predisposed to just sucking at drawing. Kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, could I learn to draw? Maybe. But like, would it be hard? Yeah. Yeah. Would it be like harder than most people? Yeah, because I'd be starting from such a, a low place. Right. Listen, you'll draw the most beautiful stick figures in all of the land, Michael. It's fine. Hey, stick figures yeah. get the job done. I mean, there was a time where like I was in first grade and like probably because my art teacher did like ninety percent of it. But we had this uh this thing where like everybody drew something and I'm like, I like mine more than most. And I think part of that was like, because I'm sort of egotistical, but also I was like, I might have a future in this. <laughs> and that's and why your super, like, that's where your superiority like, no. complex came from. Yeah, and then they were like, no. Yeah. Your drawing skills, no. You're not an artist. Yeah, no, not at all. Stick to other things. <laughs> like journalism. Like. And sportes. Stick to the fun stuff, not the stuff that gives you stress headaches. <laughs> Stick to worrying. It's what you're best at. <laughs> well, yeah, that's my history of drawing, everybody. I don't know, but just a, one kind of final little show. 
Yeah. I'm assuming we're still going to post on Spotify for our 10 listeners, you know? Yeah, I'll post this one up, but um, we'll probably take a break next week. Well, I'm saying once we start, we're back in the studio, but yeah. we're, we're probably going to go on a break, get settled, you know how it is. So all those people who loyally tune in, I'll Thanks. maybe two of you. Thank you. We love you. Thank but you. Also, we love you. We're taking Bye. a break. <laughs> Yeah, but also, I'm tired. We're tired. We're gonna go. <laughs> We're gonna rest now. Absolutely. As you can probably tell. Keep it sleazy, you guys. Yeah.